Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brew Church Podcast. My name is Fabian. I am your host, and I'm glad that you are listening. If you would, please hit the plus button on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on Spotify as a way to help more people find this audio content. This audio is recordings from our Sunday gatherings. And if you would like to support what happens here on this podcast or in the Brew Church community in general, there's a giving button in the description of this. Uh, We hope that this is helpful for you and that you gain some good tools to lead to a life of abundance. Enjoy. Well, as Ben talked about, uh, you know, mentioned we're talking about healing because I was was just thinking about, you know, a lot of times we come into the new year and people make resolutions. Some of us might not be resolution people, but I think uh, the most important work that we can do, you know, if we're going to do some like self work is that healing stuff because, um, I don't know, that that just impacts everything else. And so that's what we've been talking about, how to go on this journey of healing. Um, and because in some way or another, like we all have events that have impacted our lives, um, these wounds that we carry with us, and they influence so many aspects of our lives. And sometimes we don't even recognize how they influence our lives. And so I think it's important to do that, that work of untangling, of healing, of um, being honest and naming things. And this morning, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about and then give us some space to kind of process uh, how healing impacts our relationships, because relationships are everything. Like, relationships are a foundational part of our existence. Um, this is like a philosophical rabbit hole that's really fun. If you didn't, if you didn't have any relationships with anyone or anything, we would cease to exist. Just think about that. It's kind of scary, but like we exist because we relate. Like if you were just in space by yourself with nobody and nothing around you, would you actually exist? That's, that's a weird, that's too existential for this morning, <laughs> maybe. Um, but relationships are everything. Uh, we have relationships with our own selves, with our bodies, with people, with objects, with animals, plants, um, our jobs, our pasts, our hopes and dreams with God, creator, um, spirit, whatever you want to call it. We're in all sorts of relationships, and those relationships can sometimes be healthy, And sometimes they can be unhealthy. Like, for example, um, I have a uh, complicated relationship with my fellow drivers on the road. Um, I anybody have road rage? Okay. Yes. Thanks, Mallory. Um, I'm I'm actually the opposite of a road rage person. I I, I actually hardly honk at people. Um, I've only really done it once. I was like, tr- you know, and like when you're driving, um, I f- I, which direction you're going? Um, east. Um, like cutting through the city. I forget what highway that is. Thirty-five. Um, and you have to like change like three lanes to try to get onto the exit. Well, there was a truck in the way, and I just like laid it on like I was just like so mad that I couldn't get over in time it was my own fault Um, but that's really the only time that I've like used my horn that's not my usual mo I'm I'm the opposite of that I'm what some people might call an anxious driver Um, or at least my wife Krista calls me an anxious driver because I'm constantly worried that people are mad at me on the road (laughs) like if someone is riding my tail um 
I will not get mad at them for being an aggressive driver. I will start to get anxious that I'm doing something wrong because I'm in their way. Um, or another, or the other day, I was I was in a turn lane, and I like needed to go straight. So I did this like half-ass like get into the turn the other lane. So I was like kind of like this in between both lanes <laughs> and uh, somebody pulled up behind me and Krista and I were in the car and I couldn't be present until the light turned green until I escaped this situation. Like my anxiety was peak levels because I was like, oh my gosh, this is just so bad. And Krista's there with me and she's like, it's fine. Like it's okay. But I just, I just stared at the light. I was like, come on, turn green, turn green, turn green. <laughs> I just need to go. Um, it makes driving very unpleasant. Um, but the the thing underneath the thing for me that is that for some reason I'm worried that other drivers are mad at me, like I said. Um, but who cares? It's just driving. We're just all going to different places. People are going to forget what happens. Um, but for some reason, I have this anxiety that people are upset with me. And this way that I relate to other drivers on the road tells me something. It tells me that there's some unresolved stuff going on. So welcome to uh, my, my, my world a little bit. Um, but I would say the same can be said for all of us. Um, there, there's unhealthy relationships that we have. Um, you might be able to name what it is for you. Maybe it's um, with a person, parents possibly. Um, maybe it's um, with your job. Maybe it's with the future. If you have some sense of fear or anxiety of the future. Um, or maybe you just have some grief and sadness that you haven't processed. We all have these sorts of relationships that are complicated. And a lot of times those complicated relationships can be a sign of wounding that has happened uh, because broken connection, which is when our relationships are severed or broken or rocky, is, an ex is, an is a sign of wounding. Like, for example, someone um, may have experienced multiple partners cheating on them, and that person um, would then obviously have a difficult time trusting the next person that they date. Um, or um, they might have a negative view of themselves and say things like, what did I do wrong? When maybe they were just unlucky and they dated multiple people that had unhealthy patterns. And these life events that wound us continue to carry with us into our relationships. So when we heal we inevitably also repair those connections. And not that we're going to fix our relationships with people that we have a complicated connection with. That's not what I'm meaning, really. What I'm saying is having a healthy relationship with the thing itself. So, like, for someone that has been cheated on, they might need to heal their relationship with dating and being in an intimate relationship with someone because that those trust issues are there. Or like we might need to heal how we relate to ourselves or our jobs or our own bodies. Um, I just recently got into this book um, because my therapist um, kind of told me to do it. Um, I don't think therapists often do that, but he was like, you're going to buy this book. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> uh, called The Power of Attachment by Dr. Diane Poole Heller. 
Um, and my knowledge is very surface level on attachment theory, so take this with a grain of salt. Uh, but what I know about attachment theory is that it's a theory in psychology used to describe how humans relate to each other. And the goal of it is secure attachment. Like that's when you're in a healthy place is having secure attachment. And uh, Dr. Heller describes secure attachment as attunement, that it reflects a positive enough environment that creates and engenders basic trust. Some markers of secure attachment are feeling a sense of presence and support in our closest relationships, having autonomy and interdependence, being able to relax, like truly relax, having a sense of trust and resilience because when we have that secure attachment, then we can navigate the ups and downs of life because we know we have a home base to go to. Secure attachment is what we want. Like we all want the ability to connect, to feel safe enough to be ourselves, to trust someone has our best interests in minds. And when we do the work to heal through some of these difficult things we've experienced, I think we also end up inevitably healing um, those relationships with people that could be that person that we have a secure attachment with. Sometimes that repair might come in the form of having a conversation with someone. Sometimes it's our own internal repair. In her book, Dr. Teller, or Heller tells her own story of getting into a car accident on her wedding day. So like, I guess she had like a porcelain doll that was supposed to go on top of the wedding cake and it was like on her dash or something and it, fell and she went to grab it and like veered into the other lane on oncoming traffic and got in a horrible horrible car accident had significant brain trauma and even though it was physical that affected everything in her life her relationships with people her relationship to her job like obviously driving itself was a really scary thing for her after that and so she had to do a lot of work to heal through that and Eventually, she found someone that could help her because it took her a while to find someone. And she said that when she started doing this work, that she experienced this aliveness that she was looking for. And it was so life-changing that she ended up, like, getting her Ph.D. in the same thing. Like, she just changed her, like, career path because she was like, I want to do this. You did this for me now, and I want to follow that path. And I just think it's so beautiful. Um, in her book, she wrote this. When trauma hits us, or we've experienced a lot of relational wounding, we can feel like we're utterly disconnected. Like we're a tiny little me who's isolated and all alone, as if we're in our own little bubble floating around in a sea of distress, cut off from everyone and everything. I think it's our work to pop that imaginary bubble, or at least to build bridges that connect us to others we care about. Unresolved trauma, in my opinion, has led to a nationwide epidemic of loneliness and hurt. And it isn't just in our country. The evidence of this type of pain worldwide is readily available anytime you turn on the news. It was funny you guys were talking about turning on the news. Um, yeah, it's hard sometimes. But that's not the whole story, fortunately. We can heal and we can change. All of us are capable of healing and repairing those severed connections, but we can't do it alone. And I would say, like, we deserve to heal.
Like it is something that belongs to us is healing those things. Um, something that I've like thought about in the past and I might have said some sometime here at Brew Church is that um, a lot of times when I, l- when I read stories in the Bible of Jesus healing people, for me the miracle, you know, whatever you want to call it, the metaphysical thing that's happening, the miracle isn't the healing itself. It's how almost every single story the person has reintegrated back into community. And it's beautiful. Like, this person is able to go back into this. Like, there's one story where he heals someone, and immediately the next, like, part of the story, the guy's in the temple. And the disease he had caused him to, like, not be allowed in the temple because they didn't want others to whatever catch whatever thing he had. And that's so sad. Like, what a lot of times the wounding really isn't necessarily the physical ailment itself is the isolation that we experience due to the ailment. So I think that's so beautiful when you read stories in that sort of perspective. Um, So just to share a little bit of my own journey, and then uh, we'll pop some questions up here. But in the recent past, I was in a group setting that was centered around becoming self-aware Um, which required a lot of vulnerability, a lot of feedback, which is hard, and self-reflection. And I struggled, like, significantly. I kept just hitting this wall over and over and over. And eventually, I learned that I was struggling so much because I had trouble with connecting and with trusting my peers in that group and my supervisor in that group. Anytime I received feedback, I would, I would go back to that like wounded person that I was in the past and I would sort of respond in unhealthy ways. And so I realized from that moment that, that um, I needed to seek my own healing so I could repair that relationship with feedback and then in turn repair that relationship with people. And so it's be- become a kind of a thing for me in the recent um, past. So when I read these words from Dr. Heller, like they resonate with me deeply because it's so true. That trauma, that wounding impacts our ability to connect not just with others, but with our own selves, with God, and everything else. And like I said, I think we deserve that sort of healthy relationship with all those things in our life. I think we deserve healing. Um, and so my hope is that this is kind of a start for you if you aren't already on that journey or that this can be like an encourager to keep going on that journey because when you even just taste a bit of it, of that, what is it like to have that sort of healthy relationship with all these things, you realize you just want more. You wonder where it's been all along. Thank you for listening to this episode. Peace and blessings, everyone.